0: you're listening to third eye talks a podcast for the spiritual junkie with your host certified life and spiritual coach naz rose Hello and welcome back to Third Eye Talks my beautiful listeners. You're in for a treat today. We have a special guest who's here to talk to us all about the womb and specifically how to manifest with the red cycle and uh and white cycle. So, I'm really interested to talk about this topic. We haven't talked about it before on the podcast. So, this is going to be new information for me as well as hopefully for all of you you walk away with something new. So, Please allow uh let's welcome elder priestess Heidi Ronquillo. Hi Heidi. Hi love. How are you? I'm doing great, excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. And um and I I I found you through a group that we shared uh-huh. and did an event with. And I thought that the work that you did was really beautiful. So tell us a little bit about what that work involves.
1: So I created Purple Lotus Spiritual Healing about 10 years ago. My main focus at the time was just to create a space and be a guide for my community for wellness and healing with Reiki and yoga. And then through different transitions and life challenges, um, like miscarriage, infertility, and then a divorce my business is an extension of me. So it changed along with the changes I was going through. And I during those times I wish there was there was someone who could help me on a spiritual mental uh, level as a guide through what I was going through. Mm-hmm. So I decided I'm gonna be that for myself, but also for the women in my community. So I went ahead and started to work more with the energy of the womb, I became a moon mother where I offer womb blessings and womb healings and a is advocate. So I'm all about helping, realize, helping women realize that the womb is not just a space where we create babies or where, where we suffer pain and disease in our womb, but it is a place where an inherent place where it connects us to our ancestors, but also to our innate wisdom and power. And once you start to realize that you begin to notice that whatever disease we've had in our womb, it begins, you begin to heal it because you're connecting to it on a deeper emotional, spiritual level.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that you found that out of everything that you went through, that's what emerged out of it? This beautiful business, which you're thriving and you're doing great. So, congratulations mm-hmm. on that, you. and that now you are a guide, right? Isn't that? Yes. So often we get put through the trials to then be able to help others who are who are going through the things we've been mm-hmm. through. So, thank you, thank you for answering that call. Yeah. I guess on behalf of <laughs> Spirit to step up and be that person. So, okay, we have a lot to cover today. So, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start with this this the information around the red moon and the white moon cycle can you tell us what that is and and then we'll go into part 2 which is about manifesting through those two yes. cycles
1: so essentially the the red moon and the and the white moon essentially talks about is about the time that we bleed and what that represents so, Western medicine has us that you're supposed to be bleeding with the new moon, so the dark slash new moon, and then ovulating with the full moon. Because it's cyclic, psychically, that also makes sense because the new moon is about implantation, setting the intention. While the full moon is full, like a, a woman's pregnant belly, and it represents birth. Um, so, whoever is bleeding. With the new moon, that is, the white moon, that means usually that uh, women are their focus is more outwardly to, into the world, into manifesting things, in regard to their career. Maybe they're start trying to start a family, and they're more deeply in tune with the nature, mother nature, because they're in tune with the same cycle that the earth is going through, the moon is going through, and mm-hmm. this cycle guides us to create in our communities, to create in our families. So usually if you're bleeding a week before the new moon, on the new moon and a week after, that would more or less be considered the white moon. Mm -hmm. So you could use that as a guide to to see where you are at in your life. Mm -hmm. It means you're probably more career driven. You're out in school, you're in college. um, You're probably climbing up the corporate ladder, and that's great, or you're stepping outside to start a new business. The red moon is when you bleed around the full moon. So the week before, the week of, the week after. And you'll see more than likely the healers and the empaths, the intuitives are more than likely to match up with this cycle. It is because we're instead of Um, our manifestations, our intentions, our view of the world is more inward. So we're manifesting within ourselves, things we want to heal within ourselves. Also, if you're on the healing journey, maybe necessarily you're not a healer, but you are on a healing journey where you're working through your shadows and you're working through those things, your cycle will start to shift towards the full moon. Now, through various times of our lives, this is always going to constantly changing because our cycle is reflecting back to
0: us. I was going to ask that. We are mentally, physically, so we're constantly switching back and forth. Okay. Okay. So we've always had, because right, our cycles, like I know my cycle and when I get it has changed over time. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that we can use where our cycle currently is, even, you know, it might change later we can use whatever our current cycle is to see where our spirit energy. is really what we're working on where our yeah. energy really is at if we're outward we're going to we're going to get our periods around the new moon yes. week before week after if we're more in a phase where our energy is focused internally we're going to bleed around the full moon yes. cycle week before, week after. That's mm-hmm. so fascinating. That's so <laughs> fascinating. And I love how it matches the the moon and it, and the, the significance of those two symbols. Mm-hmm. So my second question about this is, I've heard that we can manifest or align our manifestations better when we know this information if we're a full moon or a new moon uh in the new moon or full moon energy how exactly is that and how can we start to use uh this as a guide so what
1: what it really comes down to is to tracking where you are on your cycle physically mm-hmm. so there are two sides to our our cycle so there is the pre ovulation and ovulation which is also the maiden and the mother phase. And then there's the enchantress and the crone, which is the premenstrual and the menstrual.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the main thing is, and when we live more in tune with our cycles, our life is better where you're able to be not in so much stress and be burnt out because we're going through the cycle. When we're in our maiden and mother phase, so pre-ovulating and ovulating, our energy is more outward. So it's more masculine. So that is a masculine part of our, our cycle. Also part of our cycle that society deems to what a woman should be 24 seven, but we're cyclical and that's not how it works. And that's how we (laughs) experience burnout because we're stuck in those two energies. Mm -hmm. That is a perfect time to be manifesting things outward. It's a perfect time to be planning, strategizing, especially during pre-ovulation. And ovulating is when you're more nurturing, where you're probably going to take care of putting things together is more of that mother energy towards your projects and towards life Mm -hmm. and then comes the part of our cycle where nobody then nobody likes because we're taught that it's yucky and nasty and it's not good and society doesn't like it because it doesn't fit the societal norm of what a woman is and that's our premenstrual and our menstrual cycle Uh So the feminine isn't always flowy and pretty and nurturing (laughs) and mothering. No, she is rageful and destructive. And that is what (laughs) pre-menstrual and menstrual side of our phase is. And we need that for manifesting. You need to be able to also find time to rest, but also time to go back and re-strategize and see what's working and what's not and destroy that. That way, come the cycle starting over again, you can start off with a clean slate. So it's all about her of working with those energies of our cycles.
0: Yeah. That makes so much sense. Tell me again, what were the four? Because you mentioned four. Yes. What were they again? So, and that's also why
1: we're literally four women. We're not the same person every week. Oh, so- I love
0: that. <laughs> I can see myself being a multitude of women, but yes, at least four. <laughs> So when you
1: start with your cycle, when you start bleeding, that's day one. And that is the crone, which is your menstrual cycle. And that's also, if you want to connect it to nature, the winter of our bodies, Mm -hmm. which is about resting. It's a death, rebirth, letting go of things. That's why we're bleeding. We're bleeding. When we bleed, we're releasing also the energy of that past cycle. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: If you don't find time to rest during this time during the premenstrual and menstrual during the premenstrual and menstrual on the next cycle you're going to feel it it'll be heavier cramping heavier blood flow just heavy like just overall uh, worse symptoms yeah that so then generally it'll be day one to day seven eight give or take and mind you this isn't like one day to the next, it's fluid. You're slowly transitioning from one energy to the next. Mm-hmm. Then from day seven to fourteen, when you're pre-ovulating, you're in your maiden phase. Mm-hmm. You're full of energy. You're bright. You're ready to do that five k. You have all this energy again. It's mm-hmm. perfect time to start projects mm-hmm. and to manifest and plant those seeds. Okay. Then your day fourteen. I said seven to fourteen. Fourteen to like twenty one. It is maiden. Uh you're in your maiden phase you're i mean mother yeah mother phase you're nurturing you're 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 caring you're more loving you're more giving which is also good for nurturing and getting those projects off the ground Uh Uh then we come into day 21 to 28 which is our Uh premenstrual premenstrual is the enchantress is that wild woman the one that just wants to cut all her hair off or get those <laughs> bangs and do all these crazy things <laughs> and it's good and that's a part of us that we need to embrace where the creative energies flow this is where you start off with a painting that's probably has a blue backdrop but then you decide to change it to like an ombre like purple something it's mm-hmm. where this creative energy is flowing that we should be able to tap into to be able to move along what we're trying to manifest, yeah, and then we start again
0: day one with the crown, yeah. and we go to rest. Wow, that is so cool. And I'm guessing that those four women equate to, like you said, four seasons. Yes, four elements. Mm-hmm. That it, it carries right. that same energy. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, that is so interesting. So, okay. We know that, you know, now we know that and we can, we'll ask you at the end, like, where can we find you if someone really wants to work on this Mm -hmm. with you, they can expand further on this. I have a question that I have wanted to ask for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And I think that, of course, you're the perfect person to answer this. And you said that you went through this yourself, but do you think that there is, being a womb specialist... Do you think that there is a spiritual significance to some of the issues that we women experience in our womb, like fibroids and uh, endometriosis, anything like that? Do you think that there's a spiritual significance? And and if so, um, what is it and how can we work through it?
1: So, yes, 100%. There is a connection, and all along my spiritual, along this journey of connecting to my woman and and working through healing it, and with clients, a lot of the times those, as you know, disease is part of our body storing trauma. So if there is some sort of abuse, whether you remember it or whether it's ancestral, that can show up in our in our bodies as fibroids, PCOS, endometriosis. Infertility. And I've, I've s- experienced this with my clients, and not just that, but also people that I've, teachers, wound specialists as well that I've looked up to that, you know, would have gone to doctors and all they do is prescribe the pill, which doesn't really do anything. It'll disconnect you from your body. It's just you don't feel like yourself. Um, there's this author, Lisa Lister, which I believe she, it was either PCOS or endometriosis that she either completely cured herself of from or lessened the effects of it to the point where it's almost non-existent mm-hmm. by her reconnecting to her womb to listening to the womb and also your voice. So your womb is connected if you also see it physically our womb and our pelvic
0: our pelvic region floor.
1: connects a lot with our jaw and our throat. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone who, for example, let's say there is some sort of sexual molestation or rape, there is this tension in your womb. You probably don't feel it because you're used to it. And then in your throat and your jaw that once I, whether it's I'm doing Reiki or womb healing and I begin to move the energy, they get memories of that.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Or it could be where I've just a disconnect with your womb overall. Mm-hmm. I had I did a um, elemental womb healing course with a client. She's been trying to get pregnant for years, and after connecting to the the elements with our womb, and seeing how each of these elements bring overall well being to our womb, after that and with the womb healing sessions after that, she was planning on doing um, IVF, but mm-hmm. she got pregnant naturally. Right after mm-hmm. our course. Wow. So there is a lot of... And also just... And it's not just womb health, but also sexual health. Working mm-hmm. through your shadows, realizing that maybe you can't have an orgasm with men because your inner masculine is too protective and standing guarded isn't allowing for you t- it to be open and safe with someone else. Yeah. So there's lots of different psychological, physical, spiritual aspects Mm -hmm. that can help heal or lessen the symptoms of some of these, um, wound diseases.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would have to agree, you know, on that with you, because I feel like we, we were given as women, this very powerful, Thing. You know, we, we have the power of creation in our bodies and we have this beautiful cycle that's connected to our spirit. That's, that's connected to the moon. You know, we, we just have all of this beautiful stuff in our womb and it feels like that has to be extra connected to our spirit, you know, mm-hmm. and to the things that we've experienced. So you mentioned, cause I know we have a little bit of extra mm-hmm. time, but like you said um that some of this may not have happened to you directly mm-hmm. but it could be in your ancestral yes. line right so how can someone go about um beginning to to heal that if it wasn't them how can they find is it ancestral and if so, how do they begin the process of healing? That what would be like your first recommendation or step one? I know I'm sure that there's a long process, but mm-hmm. what would be step one?
1: Step one will be talking to your to your mom, to your grandparents, um, aunts, stuff like that, to see if maybe they're like think about this on a cellular level. You are in your mom, while your mom is in your grandma's belly on a cellular level so as you come to be born you've picked up energy from your mom because it said on a cellular level you were within her and then from your mom being in your grandmother's home so that is one step to going about it and then helping so and then helping her talk about it maybe finding help uh to do reiki or womb healing some sort of energetic or therapeutic. Healing to help release that trauma from the body. And if that is not something that could be done, let's say the past the, the person has passed on, or the ancestral who experienced that sort of trauma has been long gone for a handful of years. Meditation and prayer, lighting candle, envisioning light. There are other ways, but those there are certain things that are done by someone who's more trained with working with the dead and spirit and helping them cross on that is a little bit more um entailed for someone trained in that but on a on a basic easy level lighting candles saying a prayer talking about it and then you yourself working on breaking that stigma mm-hmm. the singles with whether that's sexual abuse and trauma or money trauma in the family line it's breaking that stigma that of of shame
0: mm-hmm. of knowing
1: that it's okay to self-pleasure or to do these or whatever it is or that you don't have to have kids there's no one forcing you to have children if you don't want to have children and that's something that i know that all of us as spanish especially us in our Hispanic community from you're the woman, you're a little girl, you're giving these baby dolls and you want to be mommy mm-hmm. and you're program to want to have kids, yeah. but it's okay if you don't. And that's also part of breaking that, Psycho. that link. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. I'm so glad that you said that. I do think that, you know, being a woman, like everything else, we have this thing, like I said, and that comes with a lot of additional pressure, you know, it's, it comes with pressures like the one you just mentioned, and all sorts of other things. Um, one last question, and then I'm, I want you to have some time to tell us where to find you and where to, you know, go and and follow you. Um, I have had several clients now in my in my world who are struggling with fertility. Mm-hmm. What would you tell someone who is in that? in that position? Is there anything that you would advise them to begin doing to heal and go through that journey? So
1: one of the things that I first did at the very beginning of all of my womb workshops and all of the programs I do when it comes to reconnecting with your womb is when you give something a name, you give it power. So mm-hmm. connect to the voice and the energy of your womb as it's as if it's a separate entity from you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And see what it wants to be named. So creating a connection with your womb that doesn't just entail it creating another life for you. Create that intimate relationship with that sacred space first on mm-hmm. an energetic level. Mm-hmm. What does it need? Does it need more warmth? I warmth is extremely important for the overall health of our womb juicing and smoothies for women are is on a daily basis or fasting is not great for us hormonally or for our womb health Mm
0: -hmm.
1: staying warm so i love being barefoot but the the floor is too cold and it's not good. And when my period comes and I'm out and I know I haven't worn my socks (laughs) for the whole month and I'm crapping and I'm dying. I'm like, I should have worn those
0: socks. That is so funny because this is something my mom used to tell me all the time, Mm -hmm. especially when I had my, you know, when I had my period and I was, I was younger, she would be like, put some socks on. That's going to make you get more cramps. And I mean, this is ages ago I've had a a period, (laughs) you know, forever, but, um, but it's like an old wives tale. Mm -hmm. I thought it was an old wives tale, but you're telling me now that that Mm -hmm. really is important. So, yeah, that's so funny that you mentioned that exact uh, <laughs> <laughs> analogy. So finding that warmth and connecting. I love that you said connecting and thinking of your womb as a separate, you know, thing. It's like, okay. it feels almost like inner child work, but yes. like with your womb, right? You okay. give it a name, you nurture it, you grow with it, you yes. ask it what it wants, you you know, you tune in with it, you take care of it. You like really nurture that relationship. So I I love that as, as a starting point. Um, All right. So you've given us a lot to think about today. (laughs) And I know that there are going to be people who are listening, who want to hear more from you, where can they find you? And uh, is there anything that you are about to do program a freebie that you have available for the listeners if anyone wants to start working with you.
1: Yes. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at purple lotus spiritual healing. And on the bio, there's a link you can find a free cyclical calendar slash journal that you could use to begin tracking your your cycle. But I will also very soon have a bigger version of that as a actual book and journal that you'll be able to shop on Amazon from so I'm so excited about that oh, and congratulations
0: then, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> And then I will also have a special code for the listen um, the listener so nas uh, 15 for 15% off any of the womb healing and wellness services.
0: Oh, uh, thank you for that. <laughs> I'll put that in the show notes, yeah. listeners. Naz, 15%, N-A-Z, 15%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. And they'll get um, discounts off of the books, yes. the journals. Okay. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank <laughs> you so much, Heidi. Okay. And it's Purp- Purple Lotus Spiritual Healing. Is yes, on it. Instagram. And then you'll okay. find the links to the website,
1: to the free cyclical Journal, and then Eventually, within the next week or two, once the, um, the book is available on Amazon.
0: Sweet. Congratulations. Thanks. Hey, thank you so much for being on the show, Heidi. And thank you so much for the work that you do. As I said at the beginning of this, you know, women need advocates uh, like you and people who help us nurture this beautiful gift that we were given as women. So thank you so much for everything you do for us. And thank you for being a part of the show. To my dear listeners, go and follow Heidi, Purple Lotus Spiritual Healing. Go pick up those freebies, work on the calendar, and start to use your cycle to manifest, to get to know yourself. And it's never too late to do that. So please go and start doing it. Start taking care of yourself. Start building a relationship with your womb. And if you have any questions, go and follow Heidi and let her know. Work with her. Thank you so much for listening you. to Third Eye Talks and thank you for being here, Heidi. <laughs> Bye. I'll see you next time on Third Eye Talks. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information. Believeitlifecoaching.com.